0: an incredible artist from New York out of the Bronx last Monday hey what's up hello how are you welcome happy Monday (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's right (laughs) happy last Monday Monday.
0: Monday, exactly well let's just (laughs) jump into it because I'm dying to know so you know by the way you get two incredible women hosting today (laughs) so we Isabella's on to help me with a no espanol (laughs) <laughs> um, we do, um and me should can, just you know, we can do whatever we could we, we, you know, we're, we're, we're gonna do this in spanish so you can learn today thank yeah. you yeah <laughs> i am gonna learn you guys i'm gonna get much better i was like as someone who lives in la i need to like some espanol you know what i mean um anyway let's jump in because i i just wanted to know last monday where did your name come from and how did you decide that like that's who you were gonna be
1: Well, it comes from, like, a lot of my background, pretty much. So when I used to, before music, I was an architect. I was doing um, New York City architecture for several years. I went to a specialized high school, and that kind of just, you know, influenced everything. So at one point, when I started really getting interested in music, that day came, um, I started thinking, I'm like, damn, I started writing a lot, just writing, 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 writing in, like, my notes or whatever, and I'm just like, what the hell would I call this transition? And that kind of just kind of the pressure that I was having in my head, you know, whatever I created kind of just influenced the name. It was just like, damn, what would be the best thing? Like, not to wake up early on Monday, like to kind of have my own schedule, do what I want to do through the days, not have it controlled by, you know, somebody for me was an important thing. And that's kind of where it became my last Monday, pretty much. Sunday night blues into Mondays. Everybody could Mondays. I mean, this is a wonderful Monday, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I
0: mean, it is, but it's still a Monday. But, but it's this still a Monday Mondays you know? a lot better, I will you know, say. Yeah,
2: yeah it's, but, the Twitch makes some better Mondays for me as well. I, it makes me look forward to Mondays.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but I totally get it. That's how, that's how it. I kind of got the 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 name, pretty much. Of um, that was the long story short.
0: Got much it. Much. That's I interesting. Thing. Yeah, oh, I love to know yeah. those stories. I love to know kind of like where that comes from and kind of. Yeah. I thought your your story about how you got into music was so incredibly fascinating, and I wanted you to talk about that a little bit because you were kind of on a very different path, right? Like you were going, as you were saying, like architecture was kind of your path. You went to a specialized high school. Um, You know, a lot of people that are on SoundCloud that use SoundCloud that are watching this show, I think will relate to this. How did you kind of decide to make that turn to be like, that's it, I'm doing music full time?
1: Yeah, well, early early in my, like, early high school ages, I was, um, I started experimenting with guitars and stuff. And that kind of got me involved into, like, that culture. And, um, you know, a lot of things were happening. I was in the city. I'm young. I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to come up. You know, that was the priority for me in a way. So, for me, I was trying to find the, bit, you know, I already did the architecture. So, then I kind of, like, expanded. I had a construction company. I had I, had, um, I was doing a real estate for four years with uh, Corcoran Group, which is down in the city, and I was just I was working. I actually could have just continued with that, you know. I had a nice platform, a nice foundation. People still used to hit me up on my old phone, like, "Hey, are you still in the business? Are you still working?" I'm like, "No, nah, man. <laughs> no." Nah, but but you know, I made a decision. I was just like, you know, if I'm gonna invest my time into music, I'm gonna have to take take a risk and. and and do it full time and really get into this and, and learn and travel and, and meet other artists and meet other producers and get into studio sessions and make a lot of records. And we have a lot of records, so you know, it yeah. just it helps. You know
0: So how was it, you know, making that, like, decision? Because a lot of people will decide, you know, you you had a career, so there was some money coming in, and then you kind of make that scary decision, like, I'm not yeah. going to do that. I'm going to take this leap of faith. Like, a lot of people, you know, if they're younger, they might decide, do I do college or music? Like, right, what right. type of advice would you give? And, like, well, how do you... I
1: went to, and I went to college, too, and, and I put in pretty much four years in college for architecture school. I went to two different colleges in the city that give an accredited program. So for me... It was even at that time I was just trying to figure it all out. But um, the way the way I transitioned into music um, officially was I, I just met a right I met the right team. I, I mean I met my manager Rami and and his team and they kind of you know I, I know that's what it was missing. Like uh-huh. I could have you could you could be an artist and for anybody that's listening tuning in that wants to become an artist and take the step you could you could become an artist but you really need to have the team and and the management and the right people behind you because that's the only way you're going to get that extra push and and um confidence to really develop yourself as an artist cuz it's one thing to do something part time but it's another to take it serious and have people you know there relying on that too you know yeah. it's,
2: it's
1: it's a responsibility that- at the end of the day And I think it's
2: really cool because New York City has, I mean, in my opinion, one of the best architectural landscapes in the United States, and it's not a really easy discipline to get into, I mean, and neither is music and that you were able to manage to do both and at the same time thrive and have your own company and now have your own solo project, you know, and how has that been for you? I guess navigating. I, I would say they're two disparate fields, and I don't know if you yeah. see how they connect together, um, or if you see them completely different.
1: Yeah, they're not interdisciplinary fields at all. I, you're right on that. But um, the the way I, I connected them, I mean, you know, when you when you when you do architecture, you you are in charge of building something through from zero to the end. You know, and that that whole process is is has the same kind of principles in music because when you're starting a record, when you, I don't know, you know, how many, how other people start their records, but you know, we do a lot of everything in-house and we have a, a crazy team of, it's like the United Nations or the way we, we have everybody from everywhere. Yeah. And everyone's just collaborating and sure. all just sharing ideas and and it's from the beginning, just like an architectural meeting. You have the clients, you have your lead architect, you have your your, your your project manager, and boom, and everybody's collaborating their ideas and designing on what's what's the goal. So we take every single, every project serious like that, and we always, you know, sharing it to the right people in the beginning, see what people get as vibes. When we do music videos, is is a whole process. So it's, it's literally a blueprint, pretty much, like as Jay-Z referred to.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: but it's, it is. It's, it's a brute. I'm the architect of my music now, so it's... it's Really yeah. Discipline in a way, you know, in, in a respectful way, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, totally different fields, of course.
0: That makes sense. I'm curious for both of you, like, I, you know, can you explain a little bit of, like, the Latin music culture that's, like, happening in New York right now and, you know, how that's kind of been blowing up? And I'll let you guys kind of take it and, d- and talk and whatever. But I yeah. find it to be fascinating because I think for so long, Latin music was always thought of having to come out of Latin America, you know, yeah, right. Colombia, like, whatever. So I wanted to just talk about that a little bit and kind of get yeah. your take and— Um, are people, like, do, do people, I guess my question is, when people, when you're like, oh, I do Latin music, I'm from New York, do people, like, is that a judgment, like, do people judge that, or, like? No,
1: not because, you know, it's his own culture at the end of the day, but, and, and, and look, like, I'm from, you know, my family, we're all from Dominican Republic, so, at the end of the day, like, any, any of those artists from DR, they come here, they treat it like they're in DR, like, this is literally, but between here and Miami, that's like this is like the third, second, third home. Yeah, it's it's a home base. At the end of the day, we have Washington Heights, Dykman, and 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 many other neighborhoods even in the low east side, and they're popping and they have huge Dominican cultures. And there's people, you know, there's Dominicans there that don't even speak English, <laughs> and, they're here. and they are here, and it looks more than sometimes you walk around neighborhood neighborhoods and look like DR. You just like damn, I feel like home, you know, with the hook outside everything, you know, it just it's just a culture. <laughs> but but for me, like. It's important. Like there, there's like Chucky, um, Siete Tre, all those guys. They, yeah, they and um and Tali, you know, and and there's a few other ones in, in the Bronx too that are doing their thing. And we have a, our own voice, you know. It's different. It, it's it's a uh, we have a different drip. Like we have a different we have. We grew up differently. The streets were different here. Like the cops are different here. It, it's a mm-hmm. whole different game. Like depending on where you grew up or how you grew up, but you know. We all respect it at the end of the day, you know. It, it's, it's just what it is. We, we're repping the same, the same flags, the same culture. We hoping to, I'm hoping to collaborate with most of those bigger artists as well, and and really like have a voice for New York because, you know, we have we have voices, but we not we not Latin New York artists like we gotta really get that popping, you know. <laughs>
0: Who was like the last artist that came out of New York that was like the last big Latin New York artist? Romeo Santos maybe? Yeah,
1: Romeo, yeah, Romeo Santos and he shows love a lot He goes to the yeah. heights. He shot a video on the heights once and, and he always, you know, before when he before he got huge you now he does sell out stadiums.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he you know actually what? beat U2 at the MetLife recently and that's pretty historic and that's like that part shot music entirely.
1: Crazy, and he had crazy, you know, uh, guest performers. Like it was that.
2: DR representing all the way. I actually, we actually have a coworker who's Dominican, and and I never met her in SoundCloud, but then I saw her at the Romeo Santos um, MetLife Concert Stadium, and then she was like, "Hey, you work at SoundCloud?" I'm like, "Yeah," you know. It was it was really cool because I mean, everybody, it was just like such a sight to be seen. But I also wanted to touch on your question, Jessica, that about Latinos representing in new york it's been happening for decades since the 60s and 70s with like fania records and salsa and the bronx has been historically known to produce a lot of music that has transcended in latin america as well like los panchos that do boleros in the 1940s so it's it's historically known to make latin music and a lot of not a lot of people have known that it has came out of new york city so it's one of the most like melting pots of like Latin culture from all over, from like Mexican ballads to the um, uh, Dominican bachata and and you know and reggaeton as well, and like the stuff that uh, last Monday was pointing out with this label with Ch- uh, Chucky Siete Tres, he's also doing like some really cool uh, Dominican dembow but with trap like fusion and, as well.
1: Carioca, it's fire, it's crazy.
2: And and also I I really do, and I want one of the questions that I wanted to ask you last Monday is that. How have you navigated your biculturalism, you know, being Dominican descent, but living in New York City? I know that that's infused a lot in your creativity, but how would you explain that influence, that biculturalism?
1: But just like combining both, yeah. You know, like where I grew up, it was easy. Like every, when you get outside, it was just Dominican. It's like, we hung out always. And me and my brother, I have an older brother. Me and my brother hung out a lot in the Bronx and 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 um, a whole bunch of hoods in the Bronx and, and in Dykeman and 207 and those areas. And the heights, of course, and, and it's just it's I'm telling you, it's the same thing. When you go when you go to DR and you come back here, it's the same, is the same vibe, it's the same look. Like DR, for example, I'm gonna give you a, a day, a day in DR, and then I'm gonna give you like a popping day in DR.
2: I'm I love that. Yes, please tell us here.
1: and then this is how we're gonna explain it because like that everybody understands. So like a popping day in DR, you got it since the daytime already, people are still partying. DR is, you know what I'm saying, if you know the right people, you know you know what to do, like, you know where to go, DR is super pop, and you wake up, it's, it's lit, it's just, you're turning up, and for me, I'm young, I'm 25, so I'm, that's all I'm about, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to live a good life and turn up too, of course, so in DR, once you wake up, everything is just turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up party, party, everybody calling you barbecue, this, 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 same thing in New York, you wake up, there's a million barbecues, there's a, especially in the summer, like, especially when the winter's come, Like, now everybody's trying to take advantage. Because that's the only difference. The only difference you're going to have is the weather. But it's, it's the same. It's the same. I feel like the, it's the same thing. Like, I, now I'm starting to go to Miami a lot, too. And, and, well, I went twice, but I'm starting to go to Miami. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you,
1: now I'm feeling the same vibe because everybody there is just heartwarming and, like, ready to that do whatever. Crazy. Like, everyone's just, pre- like, you know, in this, in this business, in this field, in this that's the difference. Like everyone's just up and going. Like it's, it's a whole different energy. Like even you guys, like you guys just give a good vibe. You know, you you have a nice tone. It's just, it makes everyone want to engage and just interact. So it's that kind of excitement, but that's how bi it would be like, you know, going back and forth. It's just, I feel the same way, like in both. The only difference is a lot of differences in DR and a lot of differences here with the roads and stuff. You know, once I went in an Uber and the Uber went one way, the whole way, I was like, what are you doing, bro? You're going to get hit by another car coming the other way. He's like, Nah, no, nah, it's how we do it, it's how we do it. Gas tank on E, like, people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's the only difference, the Ubers.
2: Yeah, oh, my God, for real. The roads. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I haven't been there, but, I mean, I, I feel that in Latin America for sure. Uh, right. So I wanted to get a bit more into your music. You know, you have an album that you just released called Yo you did Mm-hmm and and i think that that's such a cool word because also a lot of dominican american artists have paid tribute to el tiguerazo el tigre you know like maluca yeah, yeah. and um you know also for like our non hispanic viewers i think it's I, I would love for them to know like what what does el tigerito represent to you and to dominican culture
1: so for for me in particular like my grandfather always like called me and my brother like yo tig- mira su tiguerito. like you know and it's just like a like a like, for, for an older man, like, they just, you know, they, they know they know what you're about. They know you slick. They know you do, you know what I mean? Like, they know what, you know, they know everything. They're already 10 steps ahead of you. He's an OG, my grandfather. So when he called me that, I always stick with me. And, you know, I wouldn't, like, go around saying, I'm the tigurito, but, you know, <laughs> but for, for what it was, like, the, mic, the whole mixtape too, if anybody gets to listen to it or whoever had it, it we, we sampled a lot of the old, and, and Rami and I, you know, we sat down and sampled a lot of the older, um, R&B records, like in the 2000s, even like rap records, you know, Tupac samples, of, we did uh, Dr. Dre stuff on that 50 Cent, DMX, and and it just, that kind of vibe just kind of recreates like this whole, for people that don't know, like not many people know those records like that we sampled, so they're gonna get now an introduction to it. That is so dope. I
2: I love that, like the rescuing of traditional old vintage music that is that we heard in our families. And at the same time, we're like updating the formula or, you know, making it more modern in some way. And I I think that's really awesome. Uh, One of the tracks that recently you released that also has stood out to me and that you performed at our SoundCloud end of summer party is Susurro Rhythm. Uh, I think it's super cool because it's like club ready. It's super dancey, but you deliver the entire track whispering. So I, I just wanted yeah. to ask you how you came up with that idea.
1: Yeah. So that was, um, so Rami again, he made the beat for that one. And he's like, yo, just, just jump in the studio and uh, let, let's just, let's experiment. Let's just go crazy. Let's see what happens. And he puts on the record and then, and then we just playing around with different voices. And then I start, when I start whispering is when I. I was like, what the hell? Rami, can we do something with this? He's like, yo, I got you. He put up, he put up like, you know, the receiver. And, and then I continued there. And he lowered the beat. So he kind of we kind of recorded that song backwards, if you think about it. Usually the beat is on a high rev and, and so is the mic. So you you know you sing it through or whatever. But this one, we did the opposite. We 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 put my vocals way higher and we put the beat down. And it was, it was that that, that song was a process though. It was a lot of layers to it. And, um, you know, just kind of finding a storyline for what to sing about or what to like, you know, what, what's the vibe for that beat? Because it was a very unique beat and, and it has a lot of different layers to it and especially the dance breakdown, which is, which is really engaging for a lot of people, too. So just, you know, it was, it was, it was one of the, my favorite records so far that we worked on, for sure.
2: And I really welcome so much, just like all these like dance-worthy like tracks, especially now that I've been saying I've been like quarantine fatigued for a while, and then just listening to like. This like
1: <laughs> Word, I forgot about room. I forgot about Corona Fest. <gasps> <like a lot. laughs> God,
2: I know, right? Yeah, why did I that, even that, bring that it up? Kept... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also want to leave just to some last uh, questions, but the um, I, the last question too that um, I think it's really interesting that you started playing guitar. And do you do you ever play guitar on any of your samples?
1: I could, you know. You were talking about corridos quickly, and I and I forgot to talk to you about that. But that's fire. I love like the corrido movement. That that shit is in Junior Ace and Natale um, Cano. They they live, they doing a thing with that. But um, yeah. I was talking to me, I was like, damn, maybe we should, cause you know, recreating the sound is, is you need guitars. You need live instruments. You can't do everything on the computer, of course. You gotta really actually put in some work. So I was I was thinking I'm learning some of the chords already to work on that. So we might do something like that where I'm playing the guitar.
2: So and, uh, I, I look forward to continuing to hearing you drop more more uh, tracks and
0: honestly, like congratulations yeah, on the dope.
1: The album. On the way. So stay tuned. We just started.
0: I was just gonna say you're just getting started. I yeah. love that you put out a mixtape sure. too, by I the know. way. Um
1: Yeah, it's fun. I, I mean, and it look, it's it's and I wanna like. It's, it's kind of similar, just so whoever doesn't didn't understand what I'm talking about. It's kind of similar to like Tory Lane's chick tapes, but in a Spanish version. Boom. And we're gonna have more of those mixtapes. So we're gonna definitely do more, more versions like that. You know, I so think
0: that's awesome, and I think you know, I I, I love because it, to me it's like it's a generational thing, right? Like you grew up, a, you grew up listening to hip hop, and all like and has like it it is so, and I think so many people did and have, and I love your take on it, and I loved when I was listening to your album. I I didn't know everything you were saying, obviously. <laughs> that's not the point. It's about a vibe, and music can give you that's a fun. vibe and a feel, exactly. right? And so I listened to this, and even though I don't know, like, there are songs that I could be like, oh, I loved that song, but there was, what I loved about it was that, you know, the, like, hearing those, like, those beats, or, not the beats, the um, samples that you had that, like, for me was so, like, grabbed you, and I was like, oh, shit, what is that, or who is that, and I thought that was just so cool, and I feel like I haven't really heard that, um, and a lot of Hispanic, you know, and Latin music that's, like, really kind of come my way. So I thought it was, I was very excited to meet you because I think you are, you're bringing exactly kind of what the, you know, your generation is, like that hodgepodge mix, right? Like,
1: yeah, that's for sure. I got it. That's who I, that's who, that's who we are. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, this, 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 you know, needs a whole, we need to make the whole culture kind of bigger too, because that's yeah, and I a whole think- nother, like. almost, like, not genre, but, like, that's a whole nother thing that didn't exist. exist. Oh, of
0: course. I think it's just so cool. Mm -hmm. I love what you're doing. I love how you're representing kind of, like, your culture, you know, the vibe coming out of New York. Like, it feels like you're really getting, you know, like, getting that taste, right? Like, you're getting that taste of what it's like to be on the corner of, you know, with, you know, indictment with, like, the DR crew. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're getting that, like, that's what you want. That's the vibe. (laughs)
1: Look.
0: I lived in New York for a long time. Right, I've been right. to a long time.
1: You in New York at 14.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to more places than people would think. Let me put it, let me put it like that. Um, I we, uh, you know, we end every um you probably haven't watched a show, but we end every interview with a little game that I like to play. Um, just like get to know you a little bit and promise it won't be scandalous. Um <laughs> it will be like it will be super easy it will be really fun i'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions Um, look if like it's just the first thing that comes to your mind answer it and then we'll move on you know what i mean and if you don't want to answer it just say pass but that's just the way it goes um all right you ready it's just to get to know a little like a little game to get to know last monday all right we're gonna put one minute on the clock. My first question: What was the first song you listened to today?
1: Today I listened to uh Playboy Cardi counting, counting, counting money. Awesome. <laughs> that was what, who is
0: like a new artist coming up um, out of New York that you really are loving?
1: Um, I like the well. He he's not just coming up. I, I like the Chucky. said that that whole movement with Fetty, you know. And I like the. Um, I'm really liking this, uh, this. He he's from the Bronx. J.I. The Prince. Um, he's been oh, out for yeah. years though, but I'm really getting into his shit this year. So.
0: Oh, that's I mean, awesome. He's definitely yeah, he's been a. He's been. We've been a fan of his. That sounds yeah, like. Yeah, he been a
1: cool yep. vibe. To, you know, I fuck with him.
0: Awesome. Um, sorry, I got distracted on my questions. Back, back to you. Back to you. Last Monday. Whoa. Um, what have you been watching on Netflix? Or I don't watch
1: Netflix. I'm not. What do you watch? Watching Friends. Are um, you a Hulu
0: guy? I just, buy it <laughs> I just
1: started watching Friends, so that's just funny as hell.
0: Okay, got it. When you I'm said w- the Question w- Game,
1: you remind me of, of the, the the people there in the, that game in that show.
0: <laughs> right, right,
1: right. The first thing that come up. This is funny.
0: Exactly. Look, this is not original. I just got my dream of being a host, and I got to do whatever, <laughs> I and, and here we <laughs> are. You know what I mean? <laughs> This is how we ended up here. Um, (laughs) I'm curious to know, last Monday, uh, do you have a celebrity crush?
1: Nah, nah. (laughs) I don't because, like, I'll be honest, my my mom, she works in fashion, and, and, like, I've seen a lot of celebrities. One time she got me into do... um, I I was modeling a while ago, and I was doing a Kanye West show in Madison Square Garden, so I saw all the Kardashians, saw every, every pretty much celebrity you could see. And when you see them in person, you're just like, oh... I mean, they wow. will look different, but it's just, you, you know. You were
2: disappointed
0: I, in your real friends. I got life spoiled. Presence. I was
1: spoiled that, that day. So I, you I, I were spoiled. I okay. Of, okay. Of,
0: okay. You got too over much. Over <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm just going to end on my last question. If you could have a superpower, what superpower would you yeah. pick?
1: That's the best question teleportation. Nice.
0: That's a good
1: Definitely one. You got to be moving around.
2: Yeah. That's, that's a good, good one. one. I would choose that one as well. That,
1: that's, yeah. the best thing. that's low key you just do whatever you got to do and just bounce
2: <laughs> see i
0: would i would go invisible oh really that would be yours
1: yeah but you could you see that's 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 too like that's time that's too real time no
0: like, i get it i hear what you're working
1: saying
2: time. <laughs> we're time traveling that would be my my other one just travel through yeah. time and get to experience crazy. different, different that one, entries yeah, that's crazy like <laughs> see these are the
1: questions we just get to know you a little bit more good questions you're doing your thing they say awesome. you, they spoke very well about you before we started the interview oh,
0: great I I'm love doing, that I was in good hands and the co-host nice. We, nice nice and how do you feel now that it's over do you feel like it went okay yeah of course okay good that's you what can, I wanted back to know in comments, uh, <laughs> <at Yeah. yes. laughs> and if you didn't just tell your manager and he'll yell at someone right, um that. But thank you, last Monday. It was so great to meet you. I absolutely to have love. It. Thank
2: you. I appreciate
0: you. Yeah, thank here. you so much for your time. It's awesome to stick to you, and hopefully we we connect pretty soon again. That's yeah, great. I love your vibe. You are welcome back anytime. So thank you.
1: Thank you, thank you. I love you too.
0: See All you right. later, last Monday. Thank you so much for joining.
1: Thank you. Take care. Right.